Hey, welcome back to another great episode of For Your Distraction. I am one of your hosts, Scott, and joining me is our very good friend, our producer, our co-host, and resident time traveler, Adam. Adam, you're back. I am back. You are back to the future. I am back to the future. So have, has the opportunity come up to time travel Not yet? yet? Not since the last time we Not talked. Yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay, well, you know that's that's coming up. Check back with me every time okay. we meet. We're gonna we're gonna find me. out if you've time traveled yet. So, so and also our pop culture correspondent over here, and our resident Bigfoot hunter, <laughs> Brandon. What's happening? How's it going, guys? This dude's looking grizzly. He looks like he's just out in the woods hunting Bigfoots left and right. He's got uh, the flannel. No shave November. Yeah. I've got like a month head start on it. All three of us here have, have some pretty solid beards going I had to, on. I had to trim mine up November second. I had to cheat. Because it was getting too disgusting, and I got possible job interviews coming up, so I had to do a little trimming, but since then, I haven't. Okay, so we're going to get into this. Um, we are streaming live on Periscope, so thanks to everybody who's joining us on there. But we're going to do the beer of the show. I brought the beer of the show today, and this one came... The last beer of the show I brought was the Ellicottville Blueberry Wheat. It was a big hit. We, we all seem to really like it. Loved it. So I wanted to stick with the fruit beer. <laughs> and um, the beer of the show for today is going to be the Thirsty Dog Raspberry Ale. And we've had Thirsty Dog on the show before. Brandon, I think you brought it in. Brought their Barktoberfest. Barktoberfest. It was a good one. It was, uh, yeah, Thirsty Dog's from, from your yep. stomping grounds and Macron. LeBron James' hometown, too. Seth so. Curry as well. Yeah. Uh, Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that. <laughs> but that's cool. Um, so, Thirsty Dog Raspberry Ale. So, we're going to go ahead and drink this, and we're going we're gonna to do our, our ratings here. Yeah, we've been drinking this. This bad boy's been going down. Yeah. So, after this, it's Ice House, Adam. So, <laughs> so make it last. So, Adam, you want to go first? I'll go first, definitely. Uh, I really like this beer. I really enjoy it. Uh, I do like a lot of fruity drinks. I will admit to mm -hmm. being one of those kind of people. Apple and teenies. So, <laughs> yeah, just 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 a few. Um, this raspberry ale is delicious. I I gotta say it. It goes down smooth, and it's it doesn't have a weird aftertaste or anything mm -hmm. like that. It's not too strong. It's it's just all around good. Like I don't know what else I can say about it. It's got a Dalmatian dog with red spots on it. So there. Well. I'm going to give it, sorry to take another swig. Yes. Um, I'm going to give it out of five. I'm going to give it a four out of five. Four out of five. Give it a four out of five. Okay. Not bad. Brandon. Um, for Thirsty Dogs Raspberry Ale, I'm going to give it right up front. I'm going to give it the four out of five. But what I like about it, same reason I like Elliot Cavill's, is it, they don't just try to make the beer flavored like the fruit. This one is actually, they have uh, raspberries added after fermentation so you've got natural raspberry flavor so it's not overpowering it's not bitter it's not too sweet it just kind of sits at the back of the taste of the beer and i really like it it's a solid brew you drink it all night yeah well i'm gonna i'm gonna follow the fold here and i'm also gonna give it a four out of five i really really like this beer i've had it lots of times brandon i know you have yeah. is this your first time having it adam yeah, it's my okay. first time okay i've had this before so i kind of knew what to expect i knew i liked it so that's why i wanted to use it on the show so four out of five like brandon said it's not overbearing with the raspberry with the fruit flavor i used to be very against i used to have a, a motto you don't fruit the beer exactly i was the same way but 
I guess I'm getting old in my old well, age, and I, I just was the same way until you introduced me to the uh, Elliot Kettbell yeah, last I, year, and it just changed the the fruit beer game. Yeah, the fruit beer. I'm still not one for like some people put a a lime or a orange slice in their beer. I still don't do yeah, that. Yeah, you had Dos Equis with a lime in it. I take the lime out of my Dos Equis. <laughs> I I enjoyed like a Dos Equis amber. So you can't do I the lime in the amber. You could, but why would you want to? Gross. So anyway, thanks to everybody, Thirsty Dog. It's a hit. Thirsty Dog Brewing Company in Akron, Ohio. We recommend the Raspberry Ale. By the way, to those of you listening uh, right away, uh, Thirsty Dog just got finished brewing their pumpkin ale, which they're one of the few companies to brew it with real pumpkins. So they have to wait till the end of October, early November, to start actually making their brew. So if you guys want to check them out, look out for their pumpkin ale. If you're Is not that going to be it. one of our beers of the show in the future? Might have to be. Okay. Have to be. Well, we're we're big fans of Thirsty Dog. So I, technically, we've never had probably a real pumpkin ale. I don't think we've so. Probably had pumpkin flavor. We only had one pumpkin beer, I yeah. believe, and it was from the Brutus Brewing Company in Sharon. And it wasn't a heavy pumpkin. It either. wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think it was an actual pumpkin. I think it was pumpkin spiced. So, we'll see. We'll see on that one. So, again, thanks to everybody, Thirsty Dog. So, before we get into our topics, I know we got a lot of stuff we want to talk about. i got to fact check us on a couple things. Uh-oh. Yes. The first thing from our last show, I don't remember what we were talking about, mm-hmm. Brandon, mm-hmm. but you were talking about a certain ancient civilization. I don't know why it came up in conversation, but you couldn't remember the name oh, of the one God, you were trying to I... think of. And, 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 and... <laughs> Let me get there. And I was trying to help you out. I said, are you talking about the Babylonians? No. And you said no. I said, were you talking about the if Phoenicians? I heard, I would know. You said no. Well, I promise you, you guys don't have to believe yeah. me, but I did not Google this. I was just sitting around after we'd recorded, you know, a couple days later. It comes to me. Are you talking about the Sumerians? Yes. The Sumer- <laughs> How did that's I not it. pick up on that? That's what I'm saying. I, I think I heard it like a week later. I was like, no shit, that's what it was. You guys have to keep in mind we're drinking while we record this. Yes. So. And I don't know how I didn't come up with that. I mean, one of my favorite movies, it was on my top ten list, is Ghostbusters. And the villain, Gozer the Gazarian, was an ancient Sumerian god. Mm-hmm. And they talk about that in the film. I don't know why I didn't was think... That it... you, was that you fact-checking me, or did someone write Oh, that was me. Oh, okay. That was me. <laughs> I, I, I fact, I'm fact-checking you on that. Okay. So, so that's what it was. <laughs> the second thing, I guess I'm fact-checking you again. I'm fact checking you again because <laughs> you brought up a story and I'm I was roasted right now. I, know, right? Listen, I was <laughs> like, very intrigued. I believed you. I believed you on this and I was very intrigued by this because you're a, a psychology major? Sociology. Sociology, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was a psychology class you took, I believe, mm-hmm. and you were telling me the professor said the thing about the Halloween candy because we were just talking about Halloween. How the, yeah. the razor stuff, that's that doesn't happen. We that's, I said that, that we were, too. I said it, too, though. You heard it, too? I, I, yeah, I, we were I said that. We sociology class, and they taught, I mean, they taught the entire class is that that's just an urban legend doesn't mm-hmm. actually happen. I, I heard it on a podcast, so that's that's my thing. Well, that's, I did not know that, but I, I was intrigued by that. So Halloween came and went, yeah. had to go, all had a good time. And I'm looking around on the computer, and all of a sudden I see I'm getting hit in my face with stories of kids with the... Halloween. I, I saw I saw the same thing, and I you know part of me wondered was it true? Was it one of those Facebook? I posts? call bullshit. No, no, I have three stories. And I'm gonna I'm gonna cite them here. Oh. The first one is from, and they're all local. I'm sure there's a lot more all over the place, but yeah. just locally, 
and and I'm going to I'm going to redeem you guys here in a minute. The first story is from Fox 66 in Erie, Pennsylvania, and it happened in Meadville, PA. And a father found a fun-sized Nestle's Crunch Bar. You guys know, have you guys ever gone to like like Penny's or Macy's and bought the the dress collar shirt that comes with the tie in in the yeah. the the clear box and it comes with those little pins that hold it in mm-hmm. place. It was like those pins stuck in the candy bar. It looked like the Hellraiser version of a Nestle Crunch. <laughs> it was Halloween themed. It was but it was so blatantly obvious. Yeah. Like and the father saw it and called the police and the police came in and no one was hurt cuz it looked ridiculous. And I have a picture I'll post it onto the uh, the Facebook page. It's a Nestle's Crunch Bar. They're holding it up, taking a picture, and there's pins, little pins sticking out of it. That was the first story. Mm-hmm. Second story was WKBN 27 in Youngstown, Youngstown, Ohio. Apparently, a teenager in Reynoldsburg, Ohio, I have no idea where that is, uh, had gone trick-or-treating, had a fun-sized Snickers bar, bit into the Snickers bar only to find like the head of one of those plastic disposable razors like shave with yeah just broken off without the the long stick in in the middle of the candy bar now this this strikes me as weird because how did this teenager not see that the the wrapper was opened or anything i thought that was strange but they weren't hurt they they bit into it and they found it and again the police were alerted investigated and that'll that'll be the end of it the third and last story is the one that redeems you guys (laughs) i read this story and it it was from the pittsburgh post gazette in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, apparently in Indiana County, right near Indiana University of Pennsylvania, a teenage girl bit into an un, uh, it didn't didn't have the candy bar listed, bit into the candy bar and there was a razor blade in the candy bar, cut the roof of her mouth, cut her lip. She went to the emergency room, had to have stitches, and that was the third story. Well, days later, the story came back that that teenage girl lied because yeah. the police came in and research it and they asked her well what candy bar was it in you still have the candy bar and she didn't answer right away she like had to think about it apparently long story short when the police investigation came out that the girl just plain out took a razor blade and put it in her mouth and cut herself on purpose for attention, for attention. yeah we talked about this as well for attention in the same class so so the second story the one in reynoldsburg ohio i'm thinking well, maybe that's like the one in indiana pennsylvania mm-hmm. you know maybe this girl this teenage girl is looking for it too. Yeah, the it's point all, is, it's all bullshit. Yeah. It could be. It could be all bullshit, and you guys might be right. But those are three stories that just came out relatively local to here, and I was shocked. No, they happen local everywhere, but there's hardly any truth or validity to them. Where, from what my professor was saying, the stories originated from just parents that want to eat their kids' candy. That's where it originally started as a harmless thing like that. Oh, let me check your candy for poison, and mm-hmm. then they eat it. That's where it started, and it's just evolved and snowballed over time, and now every Halloween there's hundreds of new stories on this, and well, usually bullshit. Well, yeah, one of them, uh, the, the one that happened in, in Meadville with Nestle's Crunch and the Pins, I think that's valid. I probably just think it was some punk idiot kids being stupid. Trying to but, get attention. Yeah, and they, they actually did it, though, and the father thankfully saw it. But See, when I will believe it, is when somebody injected candy with poison, and then they can have a lab look at that and see, oh, this candy was tampered with, it's in this kid's yeah. system right now. 
if it doesn't make all those stories really valid if they did it just because of the previous bullshit stories. Yeah. Like, if they, if they just hear about the past stories of, like, oh, people used to put razor blades shit like that in candy and stuff like that, and they hear about it, it's not true, but then they do it, how legit uh, does it really make it? I mean, they legitimately do it, but it's like, okay, you know, it still doesn't mean it's, it's still, yeah, I'm not, I'm not expressing it well, what I'm trying to say, but, you know. Well, I just wanted to bring those two things up, uh, regardless if it happened or not, but, so, that's the fact-checking of the day that's, that's over and done with, so, um, so, Brandon, you have some reviews you want to get into. You want to do reviews right now? Let's do reviews. Let's get into it. Well, first, I'm going to review probably the biggest movie that's out right now, uh, Spectre, James Bond. Um, I'm a huge James Bond fan. I love I, 007. I can love tell you every car that was in every movie, every Bond girl, every Bond. Favorite Bond class. girl? Ursula Andrews. Ursula Andrews. Good yeah. answer. Um, what's a big fan of Halle Berry? Ursula uh, Andrews, far, by far and away, the best. Um, but Spectre... Um, if you guys saw Skyfall, you probably thought the whole Bond universe was probably going to end right there. That seemed like a, a good wrap-up for Bond. Um, did you like Skyfall? I liked it, but it did feel like an end story to me. It felt like, all right, this is this is where they wrap up the entire I liked Skyfall. I, I felt like it was an end to that story. That's that's kind of how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. It was it, like it was st- almost, like making, almost starting a whole new thing. But don't you, didn't you get the feeling they were making Bond seem like he was like getting too old for it? Yeah. And that he was like... So yeah. you feel that Skyfall was the Dark Knight Rises of kind the of, kind of yeah, I feel and, like and, and the the Daniel Craig Bonds could have ended there, and they they could have stand alone as their own. No, I I disagree because at the end, you know, they introduced M as how how we knew M as as a man, Rock not as, not as Judy Dead, right? Yeah. And then you also finally get introduced to Money Penny yeah. as being in the office, not out in the field, which. I thought was kind of cool. Like that's that's the bond that we knew. Yeah. We knew yeah. we knew of M as a man. We knew as a money penny as the secretary and Sean Connery walking in, flirting with her, and then mm-hmm. going back and getting his mission. So that kind of set it up how that ended to pick up where we know. Well, like, what I mean, well, what I mean is like it seemed like uh, uh, Casino Royale and mm-hmm. Skyfall, like the, the three Bond uh, movies that we had before Spectre. It kind of felt like those most of them were like one set story almost that's that's kind of how it felt almost so that's that's what i mean by they ended that story like they ended that story so they can move on and move on to different you know bigger stories or different stories or something I like see that. that i just you know? the, the only reason it made me feel like it was final story is that they were making bond seem like he was like getting too old for it and they kind of hinted that but when it comes to specter um a few things i liked it had probably i'm not going to compare it to all the bond films ever but we'll just go off the daniel craig ones it had the best opening since Casino Royale. We had a 15-minute scene at the beginning of the movie, action-packed, done in one shot. There was no cuts to any of the different camera angles. The camera followed on the entire time, and I was on the edge of my seat for the entire thing. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Um, Christoph Waltz is playing uh, Blofeld. Mm-hmm. Absolutely frightening. Is he actually Blofeld? Yes. Okay. But, uh, spoiler alert, they tell you that like 75% of the way through the movie after he's like going by a different alias. Yes. I mean, everybody assumed yeah, he was both. Yeah, everyone so. assumed See, that. I had heard that he was. They tried They then... tried pulling a Star Trek where they're saying so-and-so wasn't. Oh. Yeah, they tried doing one of those. They called me. Come <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I knew it was coming. We knew uh, that was coming, baby. We knew it was. <laughs> Make it all... It he, wasn't he, he was looking for shock value. Not the age of the internet, sorry. <laughs> 
Christoph Waltz was frightening because they barely showed him. He was always in shadows. He was only shown from behind. He only said a few words. And he just had power whenever he entered a room. Well, once you get towards the end of the movie and they start showing him more, you're like, oh, you're not that intimidating. You're just kind of, uh, you're just kind of crazy. So, I, I was kind of disappointed at the very end. They fully revealed Blofeld, and you're just like, oh, you're not really that smart. You're just nuts. Um, the main henchman was uh, Batista. Amazing. Just frightening. He's probably one of the most frightening henchmen we've had in the Bond film, and, and these newer ones at least. I can't think of an iconic henchman. Let me ask you one question, because I did hear this a lot about the movie. Right. I haven't seen it yet, but I did hear this a lot about other people who have seen it. It Was it 20 minutes too long? There's a lot of people that say it was about 20, 25 minutes okay. too long. I could see where they would say that, but if it would have ended where people wanted it to, I would have left the theater disappointed. Well, the, it's extra, the extra 20... because. I mean, I was watching, I was like, oh, is the movie really going to end right here? Because there's like, there's like a finale like towards the end of the movie. Like, ooh, I feel like there's a lot not addressed yeah. right now. And then the movie goes on for an extra 20, 30 minutes. You're like, oh, okay, this, this is way better. And well, you get like what a I feel like finale. people were saying, not so much about story-wise it was too long. It was more like there was a lot of scenes that they were just kind of dragging scenes out. Like there was, there was like a bunch of like stare-down scenes where like two people would be staring down at each other. And it, it would just be lasting like way too long. It's like, all right, we get it. Okay, they're, if, they're, they're staring at each other now. We get it. Move okay. on. You know, and that's why the people are saying they could have cut a lot of a lot of those minor things out just to it, cut it down. I think it depends if you like Bond films or not. I, I think the Mission Impossible Mission Impossible films are more easily accessible for anyone than just watch an action film. But when you watch a Bond film, there's certain things to expect from watching. You know what I mean, you've got the the slow burn, you've got the villain, the henchman. There's always uh there's always been drug out scenes in Bond films to me. True. Um, true. So you you liked it? I, I liked it. Um, uh, Casino out of the Daniel Craig movies, Casino Royale is still my favorite. Um, this one is tied with me with Skyfall, and hmm. then Quantum of Solace is a forgettable movie to me. Yeah, it was like the sequel. Yeah. To Casino Royale, uh, I don't like sequels like that. I don't no, want like a it was continuation. like straight up continuation. Like yeah. we're talking like day after continuation. Yes. But this movie, Spectre, is like that to Skyfall. But really? it works better because M M died, and I felt like that left a uh, a good book into a chapter. But it picks up right after M's death. Like you figure out Bond's doing what he's doing because M left him some secret message, and that's kind of what's putting him on his path. And mm. there's a lot of things that echo Inspector with what's going on like right now in our society and world with uh, surveillance and NSA and all that. So I really like that stuff well, they touched on. They're done with the you know Fleming stories, so these are they all originally Sky, written. Skyfall was original. I think Quantum of Solace was because oh, Quantum of Solace wasn't the Casino Royale novel. But they kind of like because Casino Royale was actually the very first, the very first one. It had been done. But they had skipped right. It had been done. It had been done two or three times in history, but never under MGM or under the official bond. Right, license. right. They skipped it and went to Doctor No as the first film, which is because it was the more my, popular. That's probably my number two favorite. It's bond it's film. one of my favorites. It's up there. Um, do you know Daniel Craig hates James Bond? Right is now, this his he last does. film? He, he okay, fucking listen. hates James Bond. I had heard these, that. these films are rough on him. You're talking filming a two and a half hour film where he's in every they're single rough, scene. They're rough on him, but name one film before James Bond that really put his name on the map, that he really started. No, but he was, that in, made he him was money. in some good indie films. He was in some good but indie like, films, but his name he, wasn't he was out exact, there. I, I don't like when people are saying he's done because they left it open to where. I think they're going to do one more with them. Right? One of the responses I saw when they're like, are you going to do another Bond film? He's like, 
don't ask me that right fucking now. Like, he just wants some time yeah, there, away from there, there was an interviewer that was asking him, like, he didn't want to talk about Bond at all. And yeah, he, they he were was, asking him, like, so how do you feel about the next Shane Bond? Who do you think would, like, be, be the next Shane Bond after you? He's like, I would rather fucking gouge my eyes out right now than talk about James Bond because anymore. Was, that was, like, he, a legitimate response. He probably wrapped the movie up a week earlier and was, like, well, no, he, finally done. Well, he hates James Bond as a character because he claims that he's a misogynistic, he's a he's an awful character, I can't stand the character and stuff. Like that. It's all about the time period the Bond films are made. No, um, he like he taught even like as he was playing. He should be like, happy even though, because his interpretation of Bond is the most accurate. No, to he doesn't the care novels. about that. He doesn't care about that at all. Bond, like, Bond isn't suave or classy in the novels whatsoever. He's brutal and he's kind of messy and more of an assassin than a suave secret agent who gets all the ladies. And yeah. a lot of people don't like that though. People want their Sean Connery, it, Pierce Brosnan. It's not strange if Daniel Craig is done, or maybe one more movie. Look at how many Bonds we've had I over mean, the years. I mean, Chris Brosnan had four. I, Connery had, I think, the most of, like, eight, I think. George Lazenby had one. Yeah. <laughs> Timothy Dalton had two. Timothy Dalton had two. I like Dalton, though. I did, too, because we're bad. I like they Dalton. They just came out at a bad time. The 80s was not a good time for Lazenby Bond was rough. He, he was not a good guy. It That's because Connery was worried about being cast tight. But, obviously, he wasn't. He had a successful movie career. Then Connery made the comeback. Never Say Never he Again. Did, which Never Say Never Again is a remake of Dr. No. Or a remake of Thunderball. Thunderball. Isn't that weird? It's funny to watch those back-to-back. So do you recommend? I recommend. If, if you like Bond films, you will not be disappointed with this. Um, I, like I said, the only bad thing I can really say about it is the, the grand reveal of Blofeld was like a little ho-hum. I, I felt like, uh, who was the guy? Uh, Le Chief and Casino yes. Rout was a much better mm -hmm. villain. Hmm. Well, very cool. Very cool. I'm going to have to check that out. I, 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 I want to see it so badly. Did you guys hear the rumor, though, when they were talking about the next Bonds, that Idris Elba would be the next James Bond? I heard that. There's a lot, of, pe there's a lot of people that are fighting for They're saying, Idris Elba, he should be the next James Bond. There's How do you guys love it? I love that. it. Keep in mind the Bond films are made. Do you think they should change the race of the character? Do you think that's a bad thing, a good thing? I don't care. So here's a theory. And, and I don't know. Ian Fleming, who created... 007, who created James Bond, wrote so much. I mean, he wrote his full-length novels, his full-length stories. He wrote a lot of short stories, some that weren't even published, some that were uh, newspaper, like uh -huh. cartoon, funny papers. It was so much stuff. And there's a theory out there that he had originally thought that the James Bond character, James Bond 007, could be an interchangeable MI6 agent. Which is what that goes yeah. by Emma. That's was why when you the see these day. different people, it's not strange. But here's the yeah. thing. It, I have to disagree with that because Casino Royale, um, the very first book, sets up why Bond is the way he is in all the other ones. Why he is misogynistic. It's because yeah. he gave his heart out in that first mm -hmm. one and saw what happened when he trusted a woman. And then mm -hmm. also why he doesn't make kids floating around is because his balls were just destroyed in that first movie. <laughs> I mean, that's a real torture they did. And... Stuff like that. That's why I don't like that theory, though, where they interchange the bonds out. Cause that just I like the idea of the title 007 being a Yeah, title. I, I can see that. You know, being like, okay, Not even just James, 007. James Bond. James Bond being an imaginary character. Like, you are, you have, we're promoting you, we're, you're going to gonna be, yeah, you are now James Bond. That is your name now. You are 007 now. Did you know, I'm getting a little history on you guys, the original Robin Hood in history was killed by... 
I think it was still Prince yeah, John. It wasn't that. King John. Oh, I didn't know it but then other people picked up yeah. that that stigma. That that you know. That's when the actually it was Robin of Robin of yeah. something or other wherever he was from. Yes. But then Robin the Hood, the character became like a, a symbol mm -hmm. of what he had started. So we're talking pretty much the end of Dark Knight Rises, where somebody just carry on the symbol. Yes, and that's kind of where James Bond goes. Maybe originally there was an yeah. MI6 agent, James Bond. He you know, died in the line of duty. Maybe that's why and he they... throws his goddamn name out there everywhere he freaking goes. <laughs> if you ever notice, everywhere he I goes, know, he's, I... he's undercover doing some spy stuff. He's like, he's like, who are you? I'm Bond. James Bond. It just fucking throws it out there. But he, I, I, Maybe that's why he doesn't. I don't think he gives a fuck. Like it, it's not going to come up to get him. They won't find anything if they like Google search that name. Nothing's going to come up. MI6 has got that show in the raps. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but... What was it? The dude that was writing the movies or something like It was somebody who was uh, a writer involved in the movies. I guess when everybody was talking about, oh, we want Idris Elba, we want Idris Elba to be the next Bond, he was like, no, Idris Elba is too urban. To no, be see, th that that that's the that's that's what say. his comment the was. The thing is, I, I'm not meaning to sound racist. I hate when they change the race of characters from how they originally created. I I don't. Guys, there will be a shitstorm. I don't give a. We shit. talked about it with the old blacks lead in Star Wars. No, but it's going to go crazy. It wasn't like they people switched, will go nuts. Imagine they switched Luke Skywalker's character to a black guy. You can't do that. You can do that now. Here, if if you're following what I was saying, you, yeah, you, if, yeah, if if you, if, you if that's that, true, yes. if you buy that, which we don't know if that's yeah. true you or care not. If Peter Parker was black or if gay. They, if, they, if they did an iteration, if they, if they said, or gay. If they said it was like a different universe or a separate, I'll be completely what okay they with didn't that. Have, why do they got to say anything though? And they should be like, hey, here's a comic strip out there. Here's Peter Peter Parker as a black People, man. okay. People were mad when Daniel Craig was first cast. Why? Because he was freaking blonde. They were mad that Bond was going to be blonde. Yeah, exactly. Okay. For, <laughs> now, now you're talking about putting a black James Bond, who's not, he's not even British, is he? Is I, he? I think he is. Yeah, I think is he, he is. British? Yeah. I thought he was from uh, like a colony or something, like a... No, I'm pretty sure he's British. See, look at me getting racist. I thought he <laughs> yeah. was from Africa. Wow, what a dick I am. But no, I but like the thing is though, make a, make a Bond film. I mean, in in a sense, don't call him Bond. Make him a n different 009. Make him like 009 or something. I'm completely okay with that. Keeping the same. Nah. That's fine. I I I do. I love the idea. Of 007 being a title that yes. they just give to somebody. Not so, just I mean, 007. That yeah, that James Jim, Bond. That the yeah. past James that. Bond dies, and they have to replace that James Bond. Okay. I'd be okay I with love that, that they, idea. Oh my god! If they named him something else, we give him the 007. Guys, title. what about this? So, <laughs> Daniel Craig's final Bond movie. You know, he he does it. Just the final scene. And, 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 the camera pans back and forth. He's white. One hand comes back. He's <laughs> no, black. No, like I'm saying. I'm like saying. Bear with me. Here. <laughs> bear with me here. Okay, this, this is brainstorm right now. So, whatever the story goes, you know, he's got some mystery to solve. He's got, but. But he has. He needs. He needs help. He, sure he needs now. help. He needs help figuring. Elementary. Figuring out. Man. Figuring out how to solve this issue. Yeah. And he needs to look up his predecessor. Bring Pierce Brosnan in, an old crusty <laughs> man, and you got two James Bond. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bring Sean Connery, Bring Sean Connery in because they. Need, that would be kick ass. I would be on board for be Sean Connery. Fun Bond fact. Um, Skyfall. Remember the groundskeeper. Yes. That role was originally written for Sean Connery, and they mm. canned it last second. It was like, we don't want to me mesh the universe, mess with it like that. We thought that was too much of a wink at like the audience if we threw Sean Connery in the role as the groundskeeper, which I thought it would have been awesome. What if 
Okay, I'm going to brainstorm now. What if <laughs> Daniel Craig's last Bond movie, if he does another one, what if at the basically throughout the entire Bond movie, he's got kind of a kind of a uh, police or detective individual who's following him around, who's trying to solve a similar mystery to him, who's just good enough to the point where at the end of it, James Bond says, "You're 007 now." And just walks away. Could be that. Or you end the next film. And it's Idris Elba standing there. <laughs> I'm not even the real Dread Private Roberts. <laughs> Do you guys know uh, Connery was actually bald in all of the Bond films? Yes. He started a losing little. his hair in his like early 20s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They made him wear a wig That forever. is one good wig. If you, I have those <laughs> movies on Blu-ray, and he's like coming out of the ocean, I'm like, wow. That's a solid fucking wig. <laughs> Yeah. Do you guys know he was Mr. Universe? He got second place in the Mr. Universe competition. Sean Connery. Yeah, he was a weightlifter before he was an actor. I did not know that. That's pretty wild. One of his best friends was Michael Caine. I I I throw Connery facts all day. Connery's cool. You know what his birthday is? No. (laughs) He was born on uh, August 25th. Sean Connery and I share a birthday. Oh, okay. (laughs) He's been been retired for... uh, His last movie he did was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. It's been that long. Yeah, he can't... um, he won't do anything anymore. Is, he, I saw is his health okay? Have, his health's okay, but I saw him at a... Um, I was watching a tennis tournament, and he loves tennis. I saw him there, and he, man, he is so frail and skinny now. You can tell it's him, but it's like face is sagging now and stuff. Well, he's getting old. Yeah, he's, but I mean, he's he, like in his 80s. Even after he does his last movie, he's Sean Carter. He doesn't have to do those. He just has to drop the mic. I'm out. I mean, I think I'm he's out. The, I'm done. the oldest person to win Sexiest Man Alive. Like, multiple times. It's that accent. I'm telling you, it's that accent. <laughs> That accent does Notorious, it. The notorious woman beater. You guys remember the Barbara Walters interview? Yeah, I, 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 yeah I, I think I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. she like, sometimes a woman needs hit. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes a woman needs for it. If she's asking for it, sometimes you got to slap a woman. Really? I don't know. Yeah, swear. he really did say that. He but really think, think said that. Think the time he's and everything, I'm going to throw him a bone. Sometimes you got to knock a woman out. I don't know. <laughs> sometimes they get lippy, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he really said some shit like that. Wow. Okay. Maybe that's why his career ended. <laughs> Your childhood hero is ruined, isn't it? Yeah, I feel bad. Mr. Jones. Yeah, after I heard that, I was like, I, I have a little less respect for the man. Dr. Henry Jones Sr. <laughs> <laughs> Junior. Did you see Highlander? How kick-ass is he in Highlander? Yeah. Man. Wait, I liked him in Trapman. Or uh, The Rock. Remember The Rock? Oh. The Rock. He was a badass in The Rock. Carla was the prom Did you queen. Was that movie where he was with uh, Wesley Snipes? I just found out he was in a movie with Wesley Snipes from like the early nineties. What's it called? Uh, man, what was that called? Quick Internet Movie Database. IMDb. Yeah, quick. So Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't. I didn't know he ever did that. That's, that makes me yeah. sad because I looked up to him, <laughs> and now I know he is a, is a woman beater. I. I don't. I. Okay, the movie was um, Rising Sun. Mm-mm. I want to say I've heard of it. Let's At see. the offices of a Japanese yeah, corporation yeah. during a party, a woman who's evidently a professional mistress is found dead, apparently after some rough sex. A police detective... <laughs> oh, this yeah, is perfectly yeah. cast for Connery. <laughs> Sometimes a woman... I wish we had Muha here Sometimes to do his Connery. some rough sex every Wait, now and then. Yeah. If we had Muha to do his Connery impression, he could do... Sometimes a woman needs a rough sex. I love, uh, I love, well, you can watch those old Bond films. He is so sexist in those. It is, like, yeah. ridiculous. Oh, shit. There's one of them where he threatens the woman's job 
her job security with whether or not she sleeps with him, like on Man, the job. He was he was forcing himself on a lot um, of those. Women. Family Guy does a great clip with him where it's like, "You want to have sex with me?" She's like, "No, no James, no, I don't." He's like, "Yes, you do. You want to have sex with me?" And he starts getting more aggressive and like pushing her in a room. <laughs> <laughs> Ten no's and a yes equals a yes. <laughs> That's what he's. <laughs> so what else has been going on, Brandon? What else yeah. can you? I think a little game dropped this last week. We do. We, I, I, we, we've been excited at it, yes. Um, I bought a system today specifically for this game, and I'm so happy about it. Fallout fucking 4. What a great game that game is. I swear. I'm barely in the game, and I'm pumped. I, 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 I kind of want to get done here today just so I can go home and play it, to be <laughs> honest with you. Like, Adam's going through the motions of the podcast. <laughs> I... Love the game. Um, I played Fallout 3 with my first Fallout. I played yes, it in 2008. Had no idea what I was getting myself into. Fell in love. And I've been waiting ever since 2008 for a proper Fallout game to come out. So I'm ignorant, guys. Can okay. you give me the premise of the Fallout. story? What, I, what I, happens? I, I explained it a little bit when we did our top 10 video games because this made my number three, I think. I was probably, um, I was probably tapped out at that point. Basically, Fallout is a post-apocalyptic video game. Uh, that takes place basically in an alternate universe. Essentially, really? I, I've read the timeline yeah. on Wiki, and the way where our timeline and this timeline splits off is about World War Two. Yeah, around that time is where they split off, and they basically we went with our normal energy. They went with nuclear power. They no, we saw went the with power. Well, I mean, America. they well they went oh, with, like yeah. they in went the hardcore with with yeah. nuclear power, like, and they never got off. Like of we're it. talking nuclear power in their cars, trains, everywhere. No. Like you could have a watch. It's like there's a nuclear reactor in this watch because they knew, understood they the power. They mastered it. It was safe. Yes. Well, and what else is interesting with the Fallout universe? The the big war happens in like I think 2077, where yeah. the nukes are dropped all over the world. But the world was perpetually stuck. In like 1950s style music, clothing, yeah. everything. So think like 1950s, but with future cars and robots, butlers kind of like and things almost. like that, and hmm. stuff like that. I and dig it. So, basically, what happens like is like Tomorrowland and Magic Kingdom. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So, so the the uh, we keep talking. Yeah, we yeah, we both want to talk it. about we it. Love it. We both want to talk about it so badly. The premise of the game basically is it takes place about 200 250 years or so yeah. after the events of this nuclear apocalypse. And generally, you're a vault dweller. And what the vault dweller is basically, there were these vaults that uh, were built into the ground. They're like bomb shelters, essentially, yeah. where civilization could, could, could go on. Down yeah, could go on. But Basically, you end up. It always ends up some problem happens, and you come out of the vault yeah. into the wasteland, and you gotta survive. You gotta, you know. Well, civilization went on up there. Yeah. There's like super mutants. There is like humans up there still. There's crazy stuff. Um, what's nice about the Fallout games too, you don't have to play all of them to understand the story because oh, yeah. in each game the setting's the same, but in each game you're a different protagonist. You're a different vault dweller that comes out. Adventures into the world. Yeah, it's open world adventure. You can become a good guy, bad guy. You get to create your character. It's basically um, the second you step out of the vault, you don't have to continue the story. You can just walk off into some random direction and just do stuff. Adventure just do stuff. You it see, doesn't matter. You see a building off in the distance. Go in there. Go see what it's all about. There could be raiders in there. There could be a group of colonists in there just searching around. It doesn't matter. Um, hmm. Fallout New Vegas had an Indiana Jones reference in there. Did it? Yes. I played a very tiny bit of Vegas. There, if you were out in the desert, you could find a refrigerator. And inside the refrigerator was a skeleton of a dead Indiana Jones. You could grab his, uh, he had his iconic hat. No. <laughs> so it was like as if he died when he tried that shit. The big... <laughs> Everybody who makes a character in Fallout, their biggest goal is always to be just this 
basically old western type person. They want to get a trench coat, they want to get a cowboy hat, something yeah. like that, and they want to basically be having like a laser pistol or yeah. something like that to take people you, out. It's, it's You have companions that follow you around the wasteland. And yeah. Like now, right now, my companion, you have the dog, right? Is your I, I do. I Oh, yes. I got, dog meat was the first person. That was the dog first thing I went me. to. I got rid of dog meat. Really? I, I, I've got my companion is a half, half man, half robot called Nick Valentine. Really? He is a detective, like classic private eye, but like he's got half robotic face. He's always like lighting up a cigarette. Like Maltese Falcon type yeah, stuff? Yeah, like I'm That's talking cool. like he talks like that and everything. <laughs> like what's the skinny? To be it, perfectly honest. Love it. He follows me around, pulls out his gun. Companions up until now have really just only been to meet pack beers. Like they basically, you only have a certain amount of weight you can carry whenever uh, you're roaming around. So basically you get a companion, not even really to help you fight, just so you can throw some stuff on them. Be like, all right, you carry this so I can take more stuff to sell. Like that's usually what I used to do. And yeah. now you can do that with dog meat. And you can even customize dog meat. You can get certain items. Dog meat? Yeah, the, dog na- the name of your dog is dog. named dog meat. It's always been like a fall. Yeah, it, it, it's always been a thing since the first, like the first oh. one. But you can actually uh, tell your dog to wear certain stuff. Like if there's a bandit bandana, dog, he can throw that bandit bandana. If there's yeah. dog armor. You, you can. I gave him uh, goggles. Armor. Yeah. Um, what I love about the game, it's been really cool for uh, me and my girlfriend to play because the dialogue options. Anytime you run into a character in the game, four dialogue options pop up, and you can pick what you want to say to them. You could be hostile. You can be sarcastic. You can be an asshole. Persuasive. Yeah. Any of that anything stuff. you want to be. And I'll let her pick the options for me, so she navigates what I say and do through the the wasteland. They added new things also to this uh, Fallout. You can build stuff now. You can build settlements. You can build houses. It's got you like can a build... Minecraft. Yeah, feel to it. it's like yeah. a Minecraft for adults. Yeah, you scavenge basically. You break stuff down. You get supplies. You build houses. You build all this stuff. And make a settlement. You defend the settlement. You put turrets up. All this stuff. It's it's so... Yeah. That's... Uh, for like an hour, I spent running around my settlement just breaking stuff down yeah. and getting stuff. And I would go around the area, just break stuff down and get scrap and everything like that so I can have supplies. No, like, it's crazy. Usually, I don't like to watch people play video games, but Fallout has always been one of those games where me or my friends can just watch someone play that because it is so yeah. entertaining to watch. I think the biggest change I really like is the power armor change. You actually feel like you're in power armor. Yes. It's no longer... Power armor basically is this really enhanced like armor, almost like mech suit type armor, but you're only like seven feet tall. You're not like you know 10 stories or whatever but it's basically like it used to be just kind of like clothing additive like you just look like you're in a robot suit but it didn't really add much now you feel like you're in a mech suit now you have to scan for fusion cores to power the suit now when you put on Mm -hmm. the suit the suit opens up and you step into the suit and everything like that water you sink to the bottom really i I haven't gone to the water yet i found out the hard way (laughs) you you feel just the heaviness the weight the whole what what did you make your character look like did you make your character look like Uh, you he's he's pretty suave you know, he's got some slicked up hair and mm. stuff like that. Gordon Bombay? He's kind of Gordon Bombay-esque. But. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to uh, nail my David Bowie look. Really? Um, I found a surgeon in a, a town that will reconfigure my face. And I, every time I go back to him and spend 100 caps to try to mess with my face to get the Bowie look. It's tough. I think... I think the, the power armor change I love the most is you basically don't take fall damage. And if you jump down yeah. and you jump down next to a person, you basically crush them. You kill really? them. Really? Like I, the, 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 there's so many little details in the yeah. game that just make it perfect. 
Do you play against other people online? No, no. it's just you. It's just it, it, yeah. if you if you did play with other people, it would take away so much of the richness and it like would. detail. In the there was a lot of people after Fallout New Vegas who were really pushing, saying Bethesda needs to do no. a Fallout online game. They tried that with Elder Scrolls. It didn't work it, out. Let's be honest, that's yeah, it did not work out at all. Um, okay, the beauty of that game is you are the you are the lone wanderer. You are the hero. You are the one now, who can do all this stuff. This one takes place in Boston. Yes. Do you like the setting? Are you happy? I don't with know. It? I do like the setting. Did you? The last one took place in Washington like, D.C. and it was like, great. The thing about the thing about the Fallout universe is basically the setting mostly looks the same. It's just the way they portray the setting almost. Like, but what's it, great about it is that they take iconic features from those cities and throw them into the yeah. world. Like, oh yeah. The Fen Boston's Fenway Park is a city now. I, I love that. It's so interesting, this yeah. post-apocalyptic well, the actual... What they did in Fallout 3 was they put like a green film over the over yeah. the entire thing when they made the game. So it looked, looked like real just uh, smoky, like almost like you're in a smog-type mm -hmm. atmosphere. Mm -hmm. It looks more colorful this time. It looks like there's at least a little bit of life in the wasteland. Mm -hmm. So that's what I really like about the way they did it. And I do... People will say the graphics suck. Oh, the graphics, they didn't update it. The graphics look a lot better than they did before, okay? The talking, the dialogue, op, the, the way you customize the character. You were a goofy motherfucker in the last game. So let's be there's honest. There's one complaint I have, and that's against the people who are complaining about the game themselves. They're complaining yeah. about the graphics. We knew they were using this engine yeah. way back in uh, June. Bethesda does this thing where most of their games are so vast and they're so huge that you, you don't. Never been their yeah, thing. That's you don't. Thing. You don't play the game for the graphics. You yeah. play the game for the adventure, for the experience. That's yeah. what you play the game for, and that's what people expect. But then there's people out there who just want to be trolls and just be like, "Oh, this game fucking sucks. It's stupid. It's not. It's not. It's great." It's great. There are people who are shitting on the crafting system. We were sitting there saying, oh, you know, the they crafting didn't have system. To throw that in there. Yeah, it still it, would have been a five out of five. Like game. the crafting system's so dumbed down, it's so stupid, it's so retarded. Oh, you get your power armor like five, ten, 20 minutes into the game and stuff like that. It's like, they didn't have to throw the craft. It's just, it's an additive thing. It's extra in there. I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. What would you give the game? Uh, if we got to rank it out of 10, I. Um, I, right now, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10, only because I'm only about an hour or so into the game, like a couple hours in the game. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. It would get a 10 out of 10, but it, it did launch with a few bugs, which is there, to be expected. There, from what it, I hear, it, there's a lot of frame rate issues when there's a lot of explosions yeah, happening. But you know what? There's it, some framey stuff going on. It's not really the developer's fault as it is the consumer's fault anymore, because what's happening now in the video game world is people are throwing their money at these developers months in advance before yeah. the game comes out. And we're letting the developers know, hey, here's our money. It's okay to put that's out a half I don't, game. That's why I don't that's agree with pre-ordering. I don't pre-order anything. don't need to complain. They need to speak with their wallet. If you're yeah. not happy with the way the games are coming out, don't spend the money. Yeah. Just wait. I don't I don't pre-order anything. I yeah. don't do any of that stuff no more. Like, I don't... I I Because I, they, they're, they're basically taking their, you know, your money. Star Wars Battlefront is coming out, but it's coming out with a pre-order. Like, you pre-order this and you get all this extra stuff and stuff like that. Most of it's all shit you can unlock in the game anyway. Yeah, it is. You just unlock It's dumb really bullshit, yeah. but... So you're both giving it a nine out of ten. It's I fucking, haven't played it, so I can't. I can't great. rate it. I've got it over at the house right now. <laughs> I brought I it as a play this weekend. That's cool. All right. It's so you guys game. recommend it for people listening to the podcast. It, yeah, it's, it's, if you want a game that you will be playing over a year from now, and it's a gonna, game you're going to put yeah. like a hundred hours in, one hundred fifty hours in, yeah. maybe more. This it, isn't like a game where you'll finish in twelve hours no. and not pick it up again. This is something that you can. Do Definitely. whatever you want in. Okay. Very cool. 
So, Adam, you want to talk about some TV shows? I do. I do want to talk about some TV shows. Uh, we're going to get into The Flash. I finally finished season one of The Flash on Netflix. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is that such a good show? That is such a great show. I The best way to I describe it is... Yes, you did tell me. You did tell me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I basically I watched season two or season three of Arrow and mm -hmm. season one of Flash kind of together because there were certain times where they did crossover yeah. and stuff like that, which kind of helped out. Like It was spoiled for me whenever they did the crossover in Arrow and Flash in the Flash season that Canary died. Mm -hmm. Spoilers. But, uh, yeah, that kind of got spoiled for me, mm -hmm. but I was like, whatever. It didn't matter. Uh, basically, the best way to describe it, they took the Flash comic book and threw it at the TV. They threw it at the TV and said, here you go. Everything that's, right that's there. That's what I love about it. I was watching it, and they were killing it for the first, like, 10, 15 episodes. I was like, okay, well, they're doing this so great. What about The Flash's greatest nemesis, Gorilla Grodd? There's no way they'll do that on television. They did Gorilla they did fucking Grodd. They did a CGI gorilla that And it fought. was great. He and didn't, it was Like Dr. Zayas? Yes. It was, he didn't, it he was didn't talk. He talked telepathically, but it was fucking amazing. He said his name, though. He did yes. Grodd. The second I saw Gorilla Grodd when they teased in that one episode, I was yeah. talking to you earlier about this. I jumped up. I was like, Gorilla fucking Grodd. They did it. They yeah. fucking did it. I, I, I was I so it. pumped. And, and, you know, one thing I one thing I hate TV, TV shows do is they'll just, like, only do, like, a wink or nod every once in a while. The Flash throws everything oh, they have yes, in the they DC do. universe at the screen at all times. You can look in the background and see a newspaper of something like Green Lantern on it, or you'll see, like... And he has the yeah. worst... Named villains of any superhero but in that's this universe. Great thing. The Flash Captain fucking Cold. If you read the DC comics, um, all the superheroes rip on the Flash because yeah. of how lame his villains are. They're like, dude, you've got it so easy. You've got Captain Cold, Weather Wizard, the Pied Piper. Well, here's the thing: they did Captain fucking Cold, and guess what? He was a badass. He was a badass in the show. He really he is like was. A so like, he, oh, so good. I love this show. So I read an article much. the other day and. It's it, how good the Flash TV show has been has been hurting the comic sales of the Flash because the comic can't even compete with the show now with how good it is. They're doing time travel in the show. Yeah, he time travels in the fucking show. How great! How <laughs> great was that finale? Fast. It was amazing. Does like, he pull like a Superman where he runs real fast well, no. backwards and no, makes no, no, the no. plants? He, he spin runs the other so way. fast that he just like disappears. And all he the runs sudden, so fast like, he it's breaks. Like Twelve hours earlier, it's like what the. Essentially, he breaks a hole in the time space continuum. Yeah. That that's how fast he runs. Like the, this, we're talking young Flash. We're talking Flash. Like like later on the years, like twelve years down the road, in like twenty twenty four, they talk about the Flash has the ability to go back in time because he can run so fast and he's that fast. We're talking early Flash. He goes back in time by accident sometimes. So. Yeah. Um, what I love about it, the show doesn't look corny at all. Like the the graphics of the show look like movie yeah. quality. Yeah. What? So it's it's season one. You just is yes. that is yeah. that all that's out right now? Uh, on season two is on cable right now. I'm watching it. Okay. We're going it, on episode seven this next. It's week. airing right now, along with Arrow season four, I believe. So. Okay, I'm, I'm telling you, if you it's guys, on the CW. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which it's, is a turnoff for most people. First, like, I have a few friends that will not watch it just based on that alone. That's on the CW. No, they're missing but if out. You look at, if you look at the ratings, though, it is the highest rated show this fall right now. You know, Corey, when, when Corey was on the show, he was telling us about that CW The Seed. The CW Seed. I do watch that because uh, whose line is anyway? So if back. you had that, you could watch season two I don't before it comes out on, on Netflix. I don't know if it's on there or not. It's I, not they, 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 I no, think they're you know what? I just got, I follow The Flash on Instagram, the TV show. And they said up until next week, so when you guys say this might be too late, it, you can watch episodes one through six for free 
on their website or app. I'm gonna have to go on the website then because I'm not caught up on any season two stuff. But the ending of season spoilers, by the way, we're gonna get into big spoilers. Without spoiling too much of the finale, it ends with the Flash jumping into a black hole that just spawned above the city, and you're like, they're doing the multiverse. Yeah, they're doing the multiverse. They're going into different dimensions, different flashes, different villains. It's freaking amazing. But like the the not just even like the comic bookiness of it, but just the fact that when he goes back in time to save his mother. Oh my god, how sad was yeah, that scene? If you don't guys don't know about the Flash, the Flash's history, when he is a little boy, before he's ever the Flash, a yellow blur happens in his house when he's like ten years old. It's like a his circle. His mom of is killed and he's thrown blocks away and his dad's blamed for the murder because there's no proof to say otherwise. They're like a yellow blur, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. The dad did it. So fast forward way later when the Flash is the Flash. His greatest villain. Sure thing, John Bonet. Yeah. <laughs> A yellow flash. Okay. Flash forward. And uh, his greatest villain, who's yellow and red instead of red and yellow, travels back in time to hurt Barry Allen, the flash, where it hurts the most and kills his mom. Basically, he real what, what it is so is the he realizes. He chases enemy yeah. through time. He realizes that in the future he can't beat the Flash. He can't beat him. They're always at a stalemate all the time. So his idea is to go back in time, kill young Barry Allen as a child so the Flash is never born. But, But what ends up happening is they find out later that there were two blurs that night. And the other one was a future version of Flash that came back in time to stop him. And when he saved his younger self, it's really fucking corny. That's okay. it's, it, it's really sounds corny. Nuts it sounds absolutely you, nuts. You read but this and you're like, how could you ever apply this to television? Yeah, and it works. And, and it, it does. fucking works. Basically, he saves his younger self and because the reverse Flash is so pissed off, he kills his mother out of retaliation. Yeah. Meanwhile, younger Flash went back like in time. Like 20-year-old Flash goes back to try to save his mom from dying. And during that whole sequence where... His the... older version of himself is in the other room and looks at his younger 20-self version and says, don't save her. Like, Basically... He like a nod. It's like the yeah. saddest thing ever. Like, oh, man. Like, and he he has, must know something. He I has to, He has to stand aside and <laughs> hear his mom get stabbed. Mm-hmm. And after Reverse Flash leaves, he goes out there and he, hold, he holds his dying mother. He, like, takes his mother mask is and she's dying. like, who are you? You look familiar. He's like, he's like, he's like I'm, I'm the I'm Flash. Married. And like, she's completely buying it. So, Adam, that's what you did. Yeah, exactly. Guess what? I'm the Flash of the Future. You were naked in your kitchen like Terminator and told your mom to name you. That sounds really cool. I'm going to have to watch a show. Watch it. Seriously. So you guys recommend it? Recommend it above the highest on my recommendation list. With that, and if you want something more serious, I go Game of Thrones. Those are my two highest recommendations. Listen, I love love Daredevil. Watch fucking Flash. Yeah. You yelled yeah. at me for not watching Daredevil. Watch fucking Flash. You would like Flash more because Flash is Flash. Fun. You is, you could say Flash has Daredevil is dark the entire time yeah. through. Flash is lighthearted with little hints of darkness sprinkled about. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna have to watch the Flash, but right now I'm still entrenched in X Files. You are, and I'm kind of. I started watching it too. There's a lot. There's, there's a lot of seasons of fucking X Files, and there's sometimes where I've just I've I've. Listen, I, I, I'm, I'm stereotypically the kind of person where this show would appeal to, mm-hmm. and I'll be honest when I say I only ever watched a few episodes when it was on the air. That's I never, I, too, I never watched up, a lot of it. Saw when it was on. But I've been watching it, and I've been enjoying it. It's, it's a good show. One thing I will say, and I told you about this. Well, uh, 
when we were cravings the other day, I told you uh, the weirdest thing in season one of X-Files that I saw, and you'd never see this really in any other TV show, is when the FBI shows up to sit there and uh, help solve a case, something like that, or try to take over a case or whatever. Everybody's like, oh, you're the FBI? Well, fuck off, FBI. And they're just... Yeah. Nobody takes them seriously. Yeah, exactly. And even, even in the Bureau, nobody takes... Mulder and they Scully up, seriously they because up, they're with the X-Files. They go up to the sheriff and they're like, hey, we're here to, you know, we're here to help, you know, with the uh, case because we think something weird's going on. They're like, oh, you're here to help? You're with the government? Fuck off, government. Well, it's very, very, very <laughs> Scooby-Doo-esque. Yeah. Half the time, you know, not always, but that small just, town sheriff's crooked and he's yeah. somehow involved. I'm just saying, today, so. today, normally, if you write a show like that, you'd normally say, oh, the FBI shows up, the, the sheriff, you know, we're going to listen. We don't like you, but we have to listen to you. In this show, it's like, no, we're going to put a gun to your head and say, get the fuck out of our town. We're done with you. Like, it's the craziest fucking thing. Mulder, by the way, tell me about tell me about this. He is the most monotone character in the whole show. Uh, I like Mulder, but he's so monotone. But that's his character. Yeah. It is. But even, that's if, his character. even yes. if something good's going on or even something bad is going on, his expression almost never changes. It's always uh, the same tone. You guys remember Zach used to guest star? Uh, yeah, Zach. So yeah. He went as Mulder for Halloween. Really? And his girlfriend Alyssa was uh, Scully. That's cool because she has red hair. Yeah. yeah. They pronounce she have a pantsuit on? Yep, that pants Did he have a uh, trench coat? Oh, that's so cool. You know, every episode they have to bust out there. Yeah. FBI. That's what he had, he had it right on there. It was, it was awesome. They, they yeah, pulled it it's off. It's a cool show. It is, it, cool is show. A, it is a cool show, though. Now, I'm, I'm in season four, and I believe after season six is the first movie. Because there's two X-Files movies. Yeah. yeah. And they, you have to watch them as an episode would be within the yeah. within the storyline because episode 7 then came out and the I first have those movies. The, I have both of them the first X-Files movie leads into the season 7 then now the second X-Files movie was at the conclusion of the entire series but now it's starting up again as we know so I mean, I, I, I'm kind of enjoying it. I, I do dislike the episodes. There's not many of them, mind you, but there's, there's, there's a, few, I don't there's a like. few episodes where it's like they think it's something supernatural or paranormal, and it turns, it turns out, out to just, not it's be. Just be a, it's just a, a crazy guy, and I'm like, they don't need I to like include, I like that. I like that. They're throwing a curveball to us. I like that. It throws a more reality, but it's the X-Files. So I'm yeah. like, it's already so far out of reality that it's kind of like they don't I believe they have those cases. I don't need to see them. So. Well, then they have the ongoing extraterrestrial conspiracy stuff that, <laughs> I that do rears like that. its head every once in a while. I like that. But I prefer the Monster of the Week stories. I like those better. They they stand alone, you know, like yeah. like it's like they they start and they finish in in the hour episode. So I I like those more I because like with, with with the conspiracy the extraterrestrial conspiracy ones, you have to watch them all yeah. to know what's going on. Yeah, you have to know who's the bad guy, you yeah. know. So I, I, I'm enjoying. I am enjoying it though. Yeah, it's a good show. I recommend X Files, especially it's coming back on air. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're rebooting. They're not rebooting the series. They're they're just bringing it back with an older Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny. Have so. they been retired? Or are they doing the whole? We need you guys. Back? I I don't know. I don't know. So there was a lot of questions left unanswered. So we'll get to the bottom of that. I hope. So another television show, since we're talking about TV, Adam, I suppose you heard that they are bringing Star Trek back they to the television. They are Star Trek CBS. Back. It's actually, from what I understand, they're going to air the pilot 
on CBS. Really? And then the rest of it will be online service or something like that. Okay. So, uh, from what I have heard of that and from what I know of it, it's going to be dealing with no characters we know of, no shows we know of, and it's not going to be dealing with the Abrams universe. So I think they're going to go back to the original uh, Roddenberry universe. Okay. So that's, that's all I know about it, though. They're keeping... That's uh, what people want, tight. though, isn't it? They want well, the, the Abrams universe. universe didn't really take away... From the Roddenberry universe, they did. They kind of did the alternate. It's that old argument where it's like, okay, this is just more action, action, action. It's not like Star Trek. First of all, we've had Star Trek movies. We've had uh, Next Generation movies. How fun were those really movies? Really, I don't know. I like really. I like floating space whales. I I don't I don't it's fine it's fine but let's be honest when you see that action and everything like that and the starship fighting and everything and the Enterprise just warping in and stuff like that and taking on that Romulan mining ship and everything just throwing torpedoes and shit like that at him that was cool pretty fucking cool it was too. but that wasn't Star Trek to me that, that was, was more, that, that was, was more pretty Star fucking Wars. cool too I enjoyed it I did I, I, I like those movies got me in the Star Trek yeah I well. Adam and I, we've, we've been, been in there. Trekkies. We've been in the long haul. Yes. I know, but you have to agree. That's a good thing that it brought people into the Well, that's a, good, that's a yeah. good segue because cause we don't know too much about the, the new te- television show that's coming out. But there was also an article I read, and Adam, you got kind of worked up about this. I did get so, worked up about So it. there's, because, you know, the success with the Abrams, Star Treks, mm-hmm. and and now he has come over to Disney to do Star Wars, and Paramount owns the rights to the Star Trek movie franchise, where CBS owns the right to television. CBS is doing their own television show now. Well, Paramount is saying, okay, so there is popularity right now for Star Trek. How can we make money off of this? So they're shopping Star Trek. They're looking to to sell it, to make a pretty penny. And do you know who is first in line trying to buy the Star Trek universe? Of course. And it is the Walt Disney Corporation. Fuck and I could not be happier. Fuck that bullshit. It is tell me why. Alright, this is good just personally as a Trekkie myself, it just feels I love Star Trek and I love Star Wars too. However, it feels like blasphemy that Star Trek and Star Wars are owned by the same fucking company. Okay. It's it's I it's can respect blas- that. It's kind of blasphemy. I just don't want to share bit. upon being under Disney because Disney has anything they bought, they've done so well of preserving the universe and respecting what it is. They don't Disneyfy it. In and, any and, way. and and that word, there's that word, Disneyfy. <laughs> by the because way, because online, by the way, Adam has you. <laughs> I said Disneyfy before, but I didn't know anybody else. It is that a thing. Word. And you look, you look online with the yeah. Trekkies. They're going nuts. Disneyfy, Disney. They're throwing that word out there. It's so, Disneyfy it's, is not a thing. Okay, <laughs> here's something. When, it isn't because they respect their universe. When when Disney, when Disney, this I love this quote. Now I'm not I'm not giving this verbatim, but I'm paraphrasing. When Disney purchased the Marvel Universe, Stan Lee, Stan the man, we all love Stan Lee sold them the rights to the films. And he was being interviewed at a Comic-Con, I believe. And they said, do you think it's wise to, to sell that to Disney? Don't you think they're going to Disney-fy it? He looked right at that person. He goes, by Disney-fy, do you mean you having the funds to, to do what I can't do, in my opinion? He's like, because... Then yes, I hope they do Disneyfy. I hope they Disneyfy the shit out of it and make it an amazing, an amazing franchise. And look what happened. They did. They did. It's been incredible. But did and you know, I, 
Does Disney own the rights to the Marvel stuff that's being done on Netflix? I is don't it, think I there's don't, the Marvel universe. I don't think okay. so because I don't think okay, that because it's very it's very violent. The stuff I don't know. Jessica Jones. Have you guys heard about this? The Jessica it's Jones. Look, it looks like a good fucking. It, show. It's going to be amazing. It, it's going to get. Amazing I heard about reviews. Jessica Jones. Well, it's going to Jessica Jones is a pretty hurt character. Um, the opening of the comic opens the same way the TV show is going to on Netflix, and it opens up with her in bed with a guy. And the guy is, like, super scared, and he's like, are you sure you want to do this? And they pretty much do anal. And it's it's explicitly, like, hinted at. But but that's... No, and that's uh, fine. There was, right? a, there was a... Oh, what movie was it? Was it Dragon Slayer? Hmm. There was nudity in... I think it was Dragon Slayer. I could be wrong. Fact check me on that. There was nudity in that. Mm-hmm. Disney owns the rights to that. No, that's fine. I, Disney, I, Disney's no, shown not, death. Not, okay, they've no. shown sex. No, that's what I'm saying. They are going to show the anal mm-hmm. sex. Not going to show the anal sex, but they're going <laughs> to... Well, why not? <laughs> I mean, but like, she's like crying for it. She's like, I'm fine. But she's like, you know, she's like... Emotional. Jessica um, Jones, starring yes. Sasha Gray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I really think that's cool of Disney to be like... And like I said, I don't know if they own the explicit rights to the Netflix shows or whatever, but... I, I think don't that's think they cool because that they're respecting violent. the comic that well that they're going down to every last detail to make sure her character's portrayed. I'm pretty damn sure they only own the cinematic universe. I don't think they own the actual. Yeah, TV I think you're show. right. I think I, I think you're right. Because if they have their, if they, they have their if, fingers if, in it somehow, if they own the TV shows, it, Daredevil would not have been as violent as it I know, was. That was a violent. You have to think. Why so can't dude, they do God is, violent? Because it's Disney. That's why. They've done it before. Because here's the thing: if they put, it's not all princesses and fairy tales. It would be bad marketing to do that because if they put their name on something that was violent Ooh. and somebody who was a parent saw this is approved by Disney, let's let our kids watch it. And then they show no. and then bad, they show the kingpin and then they show the kingpin cutting some guy's head off with you a fucking car. You don't let kids watch it. It'd still be rated but, MA or R or whatever it, but, you need to but, be. Some parents don't look at the ratings. Look at video games. Well, some they're parents, dumb parents okay, then. That's look fine, at the ratings. But, but that's, that, that's, that's the it's, fault, it's, it's the parents' fault, but do you think Disney's going to Take that chance? Do you think Disney's going to take that? They've pub- done it, that, Adam. That They've taken. I, I think. I think right now Disney's in a transition period of getting away from the stigma of them only doing princess princess movies, and they're proving that they can do this. They can do anything they want. Really? Because Frozen proved that shit wrong to me. Hey, they can still. So, hey, they can still so, you watch it. You watch it, buddy. You watch it right there. <laughs> Frozen is an amazing Listen, film. Guys, that was a bad fucking Star movie. Wars news. I Adam, saw it. You're going to hate I this because you love Disney. I saw it, and you're going to hate this because you love Star Wars. There, this is from a few well-respected sources. Disney has been secretly phasing out the Slave Leia outfit. Yeah. It will no longer be a thing anymore. Uh, any people that write the books or yeah, do the comics will not be able to show that. The, Le- the, Leia, the Leia slave outfit's an iconic Star it's Wars It's iconic outfit. because it's Princess Leia showing everything. That's why it's iconic. I don't want to pick up a Star Wars Return of the Jedi copy ten years from now, and they don't even have her. They have her like... No, they wouldn't do that. But you're not allowed to write her in that. There will be no... From action. now on. Yes. I understand from now on, but they're not going to change... Who cares about that? It was a tyrant, though. It wasn't her trying to be slutty. It was a tyrant making her dress like that. I mean, yeah, that's fine. But I'm just saying, like, it's. I don't like from that. Now that on, that's one cares? thing I don't like them meddling with. That that makes me a little. Upset. I don't think they would change it. They don't. Well, a, a lot of the comic book writers are pretty upset because the way they have to write Leia now is like really strict, and stuff like that really inhibits their options for what they want to do with her in the comics and the books and stuff. 
I, I don't what know. Were they trying to throw in there with Sasha Gray and Jessica Jones? Like, <laughs> what, is that what they're trying to do? Like, what, what are they trying to yeah, do? That's why I don't understand. I don't understand how they can do the Jessica Jones stuff and then say we can't. That's because they're not. I'm pretty, is it, is it because, I'm pretty is it because damn sure Leia they're not. Is a that's Disney why. princess now? That's is, I'm, it, is it because of that? It might be because of that. They did a coronation yeah. where they, they have their Disney princess parties where they have yeah. everybody. And... It was it was a cool thing. I like that they did that. Eat, when there's a new movie comes out with a new princess, uh, the last princess movie that came out was Frozen, and they did a coronation for Princess Anna and Queen Elsa to be coronated into the the pantheon of Disney princesses. When they purchased Lucasfilm, they did a coronation for Princess Leia at the Disney parks. They had a lookalike actress playing her. I thought that was cool. I like how they did that. Um, she's not going to be in the parades all the time waving yeah. or signing autographs. Maybe they, they have the right to do that because they own that property now. But I think they're going to they're gonna use it wisely. They're not going to put it in your face. But Adam, how do you not like Frozen? Frozen's a garbage film. No, it movie. wasn't. It was such a, a good movie. It had a, it had a villain in it that had no right to be a villain because they, they needed that villain just for the sake of having a fucking villain. Okay, it, the, it was the, it was a twist. The prince guy. It wasn't. It was a bullshit. You like the? I like the it guy. Was, I was rooting for the guy. I'm like, this guy's adorable. He had been honest. He had no reason to turn his fucking back because he was gonna get married to the fucking chick in the first place. And then randomly he's but like, that was show no, 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 no. Yes, he was. And then no, randomly no, 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 he's no, no. like, oh, you're gonna he would die. not have had the power. If he would have married Anna, Elsa's still in the picture. She was the rightful heir. She was the queen. Okay, but he but he could have been a master manipulator. He could have manipulated shit from the background. He was. He tried, Adam. He was not manipulating Elsa. Oh, he he had Anna wrapped around his little finger. She was nothing but a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed little girl. That's the point. Yes, but Queen Elsa was not. Being she was old. fucking gone. She was gone in the fucking mountains. What are you talking about? And we, she was still alive. But she was still alive. Yet her people were hunting her down and her trying people, to fucking her kill people her. Were not. Her people were not. They were scared. You, you, you are were afraid they not of what you trying fear. to cut her down and kill her? Were they not? It was Wesselton that was doing it. It was. It, it was. Didn't, it was it the didn't Duke. Matter the, if they would have killed no, her, the, then Anna would have been fucking. Uh, it, it was next the Duke. Line, and, do you guys it didn't matter. Elsa? It didn't fucking matter. And, and okay, so Elsa's gone. <laughs> just, just bear with me. She's gone. <laughs> then he's not he's not the rightful heir either it's Anna yes, yes and he's he married marries her. Anna who he can he had her you said it wrapped around it's his finger it's not the same though it's not the same you still don't have the power she has the power it does, but it didn't matter it was it was total bullshit because Queen he was, Elizabeth he was trying to <laughs> Queen listen. Elizabeth did you know Queen Elizabeth is married I did not know that I mean, she's, she's been married for, for ages Queen Elizabeth has been married her husband is not the king because no. he is not bloodline. No. He is the, the duke or the, or the uh, something like that. He is, he is nobility. But he is just married to the queen. She is the rightful ruler. That would have been the same thing in Arendelle. I'm saying if he was smart enough to be like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get with this chick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna twist her up. I'm gonna make sure she sees twist me this way. Up. And that was like his that. plan. That was that... his plan. If he was that smart, he would not have been dumb enough to be like, okay, I'm gonna lock you in this room so you can die and shit like that. And blah blah this and that. He would just went through with his fucking plan. But it didn't work out that way because it Elsa. It would have worked out. It would not have it worked out. It would not have worked out. out it would have absolutely Adam. worked out. I no. saw the movie. It I own the movie. Out. I've watched it dozens of times. That's, That's why. This is a podcast for another time. That's fine. 
It, it is one of the best movies. Yeah, it's and, like, and, and it's Disney, Disney has gone back to their 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 hits from the it 90s. It was a princess movie for the sake of being a princess movie. The love between... You don't need a man. The, the sister... The love between the two of them was beautiful, man. It was My beautiful. My microphone's a little gay right now, so... What? This I think might... that was a dumb joke. <laughs> <laughs> this might be me being uh, dumb, but was uh, How to Train a Dragon by Disney? No, that's no, DreamWorks. Yeah. That's that was one, a good movie, too. Animated movies. Uh, did you see the, sec- you the second one? Yep. second one was good, too. Amazing. Uh, Not Baron Frozen. What, it was good. It was, but, better. Uh, it was way better. Than you see, uh, it had fucking... It had dragons. We're going to fight. It had dragons. Brave? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't I care didn't, for Brave. I didn't like see Brave. that. I, like Brave. I didn't care for Brave. I like the strong female protagonist. I like that, but... I didn't even watch Brave. The story. Yeah, I only like watched Frozen. Sean Connery. Mind you, I only watched Frozen because there was a five-year-old in my house who wanted to see it, and I was just sitting there, and I was like... Dude, it's a good movie. It was not a it was good, good movie. It was, it was a, a very good movie. movie. Okay, the song's are catchy as fuck. Just give it that. Can you not say that? that? Well, the Academy disagrees with you because it won every award. Okay, first of all, okay, let's trust the Academy, okay? All you can do is pay some fucking money and shit like that. And guess what? You're in good. Adam, you need to go home and play your PS4. I do, you're need, to go, I do need to go home and play Fallout because you're, I need to go back to where things, you're, ma- you're visibly upset. Where things make sense. <laughs> where things make sense in 2020. <laughs> Bullshit. All right, so, guys. Douches of the day. Are we doing douches? Yeah, you guys, let's you do guys douche. are getting fired up. <laughs> Let's I'm already get, fired up, and I'm gonna get fired up about these douches too. So, I want. I got. I have a couple. I have a couple first. Yeah, I have a couple. I want you to go first. Okay, go first for your douche right. of the day. All right, I've got two douches. My first one is a gentleman by the name of Josh Feverstein. Feverstein. You guys know who he is? I think I believe. I yes. That. That that voice you're hearing is <laughs> our late guest, Laura. Hi. How's it going, Laura? I'm wonderful. How are you guys? I'm doing great. <laughs> okay, so I don't know this person though. All right, so Explain. he is some. He he is a, a YouTube personality. He is a self-proclaimed preacher. He's he's anti anti-gay, anti everything. He is the guy who started. The movement yes. against the uh, yes. Starbucks, Starbucks red cups. Have you heard, Adam? You look confused. You don't. I don't know, know this. I don't know this. Okay. I'm out of the loop. I'm out of the fucking loop. What He's do you want to say? He's been playing PS4. I've been playing Fallout 4. I don't know what's Adam, going on. Adam, relax. Relax. I'm not. I don't think this guy's a douche. So I'll tell you what. Really? He he really helped single out all the idiots in the world. This is. Uh, you know what, what do I mean? You mean? It, it, because he obviously knew what he was doing by starting <laughs> such an idiotic movement. It's to the point where every hillbilly redneck came out of the woodwork and is like, fuck Starbucks. For yes. The worst argument ever. And all you but do he is means show- it. Have you guys ever heard of... Do you believe he means it? Or do you think he I watched it? an interview with him, and, and he, is just, he is just a terrible, terrible human okay. being. He really he is. is. I mean... He made no sense. That's what I'm saying. But he brought out all the other people that make no sense and just jump on these senseless. Does arguments. that make you any less of a douche? It doesn't, but <laughs> there are some positive. Have you guys ever heard of dumb Starbucks? Dumb Starbucks. Yeah. Conversation for another day. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> we're running out of time. So yes, yes. So Adam. Anyway, the premise of the story, and for people listening I, I to the podcast yes, that haven't heard, so. Starbucks has always had their holiday or their Christmas cups that come out, and they've always been red. Their normal cups are the green. You know, you okay. guys can picture them. They in the holiday season they change them to red, but they've had snowflakes or reindeer yeah. or Christmas right, yeah. in the past. Well, this year 
they came out with them, and they're just solid red. They don't have any... No, it's ombre. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's ombre. It's ombre. It's slightly darker red. Oh, an bottom. ombre vente. Yes. <laughs> yes. I said, I said medium at Starbucks the other day, and I was like, oh, wait. Um, wait, grande. I'm, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> they're just like, we're waiting for me to... So anyway, this, this guy, this Josh Feverstein, he, he started the movement... And he's just he's just a hardcore in your face holy rolling Christian who he 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 did this interview I saw with CNN he's telling the story about how he went into a Starbucks and they write your name on the cup he said his name was Merry Christmas so they wrote Merry Christmas on the cup in the interview he goes off on a tangent where he stops talking about Starbucks because he's on he's on national TV now and he's talking about how President Obama is a Muslim antichrist. <laughs> On national TV. Like, Hasn't it been even... proven already that he's not? Like... He's not. No, he is a Christian, but it doesn't even matter if he was Muslim. Feverstein or Feverstein or Bernstein. My name is Bernstein. Dr. Feverstein. Chris Feverstein. You're putting me on. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. <laughs> it's Frankenstein. <laughs> And you must be Igor. It's Igor. <laughs> Wasn't Hump on the other side? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that happened. That was great work. <laughs> that was great work. Young Frankenstein for all you people. Yes. Wait, I hate this guy. You hate? Yeah, you were just defending him. Listen, you saw his face. Like, I hate this I guy. I see this guy on my Facebook reposted by somebody else. He has the worst religious arguments for anything. Give I us am. an example. Uh, I mean, he's given an example for why why God exists, and it wasn't a good argument for why he exists, whether you believe or not. It was a terrible okay. argument that just hated on non-believers whatsoever. Because in philosophy, you can give a convincing argument by using logic and facts that God does exist. This guy's argument was like, uh, you're dumb if you don't read this book and see that God exists. You're just dumb. Yeah. God can do like anything, that. yeah. so that's why he exists. He, he's that kind of guy. He's always wearing like a backwards baseball hat. Yeah, he's he's got he's, like he, he acts like he's down to earth with you in his videos. Yeah. He's got like the yeah. Fred Durst backwards yeah. hat yeah. from nineteen ninety eight. He kind of looks like a, a super Christian uh, Kevin James. Yes, yes. And I mean, he's a fat shit too, and he's just on. <laughs> he is on in your face. He is my he is my nomination you know, I, for, for douche of the day. This guy's been brewing for a long time for me. I was that name sounded so familiar. I was like, why do I know that name? I had to look up his name. I didn't know who the hell he was. Yeah. But he's got like no, he's got so many followers. so many so followers. Many. Like and what he does? Oh no, shit! Like a million always, and a half followers. People always like to jump on that fucking and, and bandwagon all the time. He, he plays the cool card. Like, hey, I'm this, I'm your friend, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm getting real loud and rowdy about this, and people just buy into it really. The easily. Pope's cool now, so he thinks he can follow in the Pope's footsteps by <laughs> turning his. Fucking hat backwards. What? Does the Pope wear a backwards hat? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Everybody thinks the Pope is cool now, so all of a sudden he thinks, okay, I'm gonna turn my baseball hat backwards, and I'm now cool too with the cool crowds. So I can say whatever the fuck I want. Well, we talked about this about the Pope. Like, I, I agree with the Pope when he talks about income inequality. I agree with the Pope when he talks about climate change, because. I don't agree with the Pope how he feels about same-sex marriage. I don't agree with him on abortion and things like that. But it doesn't make me hate him because I disagree with him. But because these conservatives disagree with the Pope on income inequality and climate change, they automatically hate this Pope now. Yeah. And, and he's the worst thing ever. <laughs> and, and I feel like those fever are the, Those are the Trump followers. They are. They are. And they're, they're, people are so dumb. That leads me to my next nomination. 
for Douche of the okay. Day. And I'm nominating <coughs> the voters. <laughs> voters in general. So we you're just, nominating everybody. You're really in, trying to get some new viewers for or, the show. You're yeah. really like, fuck you guys that listen. Listen, listen we, just, we just had an, uh, an election the first week in November. Here. I, I know what you're going to say. Be- and, and the turnout was deplorable. It was abysmal. It was, it was disgusting that we couldn't even get to 30% locally. Listen, this isn't a presidential election, and even I went out and voted. Okay? Yes. That's saying I mean, something. It just... But is it the voters' fault, or is that like the community not... It's the voters' not, fault for not being no, aware of The community going on. has done a lot. It's they have the done a lot. Fault for you not know, being I, aware. I, I'm, I'm with Bernie Sanders on this. <laughs> I agree with him on this that it should be, Election Day should be a, ho- a national holiday. People should be off from school, off from work, yeah. and Here's, you should be able Because a lot of people say, I'm working. I yeah, my, there, my yeah. mom had the rush. Yeah. Here's the thing. This is this is basically what comes out to, and I said this when we went to that uh, Democratic uh, uh, meeting or whatever Mm -hmm. that was, that Young Democrats meeting. I said this. The reason why there's not a lot of young people voting is because anybody under the age of 25 don't give a shit. They don't care about their community. They don't care about any of that bullshit because they all assume that we're going to get out of here. Why would I care about this community? I'm going to go somewhere else. Or they're in college and they don't give a shit. Like, that's what it comes down to. Nobody cares when you're there. When you're under 25, you basically most uh, you mostly don't care. Let's be honest. Yeah. But you also don't feel like you're being directly represented whatsoever right. by anyone. So those are my, my two nominations. Okay. Um there's, I feel like there's more I want to say about Feverstein, but oh, I'm, you got me fired up. Yeah, he, okay. he, gives these, he gives these two minutes, mi- two minute mini sermons. <laughs> Every video is just him getting fired up about something else, about political correctness mm. with certain things, and he throws religion into it. It makes me so upset. So, Adam, who do you have nominated? I have two. I have two nominations. The first one, uh, not going to be political in any sense of the word, and this is somebody who is always up for nomination. I think, uh, particularly, he should be up for nomination this time. Justin Bieber. Okay, <laughs> you've been you've been chomping at the bit Fuck. to nominate the beeps. Steal a girl from you or something? No, send his ass back up to Canada. It's Mister Steal Your Girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, he he's he's douchebag all the fucking. Time. What do you do we now? Oh no, okay, it's just it's a particular story that I heard, and it's not the first time he's ever done shit like this. Just because I heard it, I thought, okay, somebody needs to fucking call this guy out. Seriously, he's a fucking douchebag. He was at one, one of tantrums. It was something like that. He was at one of his concerts, and he was you know, doing his thing, singing a song, dancing, whatever the fuck he does at those concerts. Uh, and, you know, the crowd is getting into it. You know how you at the concert, you start clapping like, yeah, whoa, yeah, they do all that kind of bullshit and everything like that. They weren't clapping to the beat of the fucking song. He stopped the song. It's like, yo, 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 you guys need to start clapping to the beat. It's like this, like this. He fucking showed people how to clap. That's what he did. He stopped the concert to show the people, like, you need to clap like this. And once they started clapping, like, all right, let's continue the concert. Did you ever see the video where Kanye was demanding everybody to stand up on their feet? And that guy didn't? And oh, the one yeah. guy didn't, and, and he, he was, was in a wheelchair? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Listen. Kanye stopped his concert and was like, no, this asshole over here won't stand up. Kanye is a douchebag, but did you see the you video didn't where see he the tried whole video? Wait, the whole video. Once he found out the guy was in a wheelchair, he was like, oh, "Okay, never mind." Yeah, but he said, oh, "Okay, never mind." Didn't apologize yeah, yeah. after calling like, the guy out. Sorry. Yeah. Did you see the video where he tried to sing Bohemian Rhapsody and he couldn't do it? So what? he he held the mic. He could not sing Bohemian Rhapsody to save his life because he couldn't hit the high notes. So every time it hit that point, he would always hold the mic up to the audience because he can't fucking sing. So he made them sing along with him. Wayne and Garth could sing it. If Kanye could. <laughs> that, that's what it was. Okay, he tried to play it off like it's a big old party, but, you know, it's not. 
But that's so. So you're nominated the Biebs. Okay, the second nomination that I have is probably a little bit, little bit more political, and I think deserves a little bit more than Bieber. Uh, Lindsay Lohan. Okay. Oh come on, Lindsay Lohan. Did you hear this shit? Lindsay Lohan said, "I have political interests to enter the White House in 2020." She said, I will run for presidency in 20-fucking-20. 20 20. Kanye think, said that, too. Yes, okay, yeah. exactly. It's a publicity thing. I mean. It's bullshit. It's bullshit, okay? Have we really gotten to this point where Lindsay... Is, are you really surprised, okay, here's though? The, here's the thing. Kanye West, the egotist that he is, okay, he is a fairly intelligent businessman, okay? I will give him... He is moderately intelligent, okay? That's what He's I will give him. He's a college so, dropout. Okay, that's fine. That's fine, but, he, but he, he, can learn how, he can learn the politics. I believe he can learn to be a moderate moderate, mind you, person to be a political candidate. This is Lindsay fucking Lohan we're talking about, okay? Lindsay Lohan. So you're supporting Kanye for 2020? As no, fuck on 2020. When I heard this story, you know what I said? And I'm, and I'm saying it right now. Officially, this is right now. Okay, Adam Silva's 2020. Fucking, oh! Fucking 2020, okay? People, you, yeah. Lindsay Lohan can do it? Why can't the fuck You I? heard it here. 20 fucking you 20. You heard it here. I am announcing my presidency. <laughs> I love that t-shirt. I love the t-shirt. I love it so much. I am you announcing my, my presidency right brother. now. If Lindsay Lohan can sit there half shot up with heroin and say, I'll run for president in 2020. <laughs> she only half shot up. Yeah, That's exactly. a big step. That's a big step <laughs> exactly. for her. If she can do that, fuck it. Okay, can 2020. I a, can I be in your cabinet? Yeah, fuck it. Vice <laughs> president. Vice president Malenki. VP. What's that movie with Luke Wilson? Where's Travels of the Future and Oh, Idiocracy. Yeah, that's a great fucking movie. That's a great movie. Man, Mondo is what plants love. That's crazy. Why? They have electrolytes. What are electrolytes? What are electrolytes? It's what plants crave. So That's my that's my two nominations right there. So you know, here's what my thing about Kanye and Lindsay Lohan running. I think they're <laughs> seeing. They're gonna run. <laughs> Come on, just not give this any validity. But no, no, I believe no, Kanye he, will. I believe Kanye will. He'll try. He doesn't have nearly enough money, and people will not back. But him. think about this. <laughs> but look at Donald money. Trump. Look but at Donald Trump. He has Trump. the money. He has the money. He has the money. Himself. He has the money. But he's bat, just as batshit crazy as they are. He is. Kanye's got money too. He's got maybe he's not, a, not as not much not money. Not as much money as Donald Trump, but he's got money and he's got the fan base. You know how many Kanye supporters are gonna sit there and say, no. fuck it, yeah, Kanye, because they're fucking stupid and they'll be like, Yeah, Kanye West, I wanna get fucking White House in the beat oh and shit God, like that. Oh my god, that would be like, so bad. That would that, it's not much worse. I mean That is okay, those are my douche nominations. For this episode, I I just feel like they're seeing Donald Trump run. They're seeing the success he's having. He is a television personality. That's I I believe it's Kanye West egotism that says I believe I can be president in twenty twenty because I am Jesus. That's that's what I believe. (laughs) Because he hasn't he said that before. He's God's gift to the world, legitimately. I'm pretty sure he said that. Yes, but you know, we don't want to get in this argument again. You know it's all an act. You it know he's is. doing it for publicity. You know he's it, doing it for you, money. If you dive That's into his just music. as fucking bad. No, no, no. I'm not saying he's not douchey, yeah. but it's... If you dive into his music, he gives plenty of hints that he's playing a role. Yeah. It's all an act. Yeah. It's all an act. Whether you like it or not, all right, let's, whether it's douchey or it's not. Time it's time to vote. vote. Okay, so vote. right now we have Josh Feverstein, the Feverstein. American <laughs> voters, Justin Bieber... And Lindsay Lohan. Okay. Brandon. My, mine is 
Fergenstein. Okay. Because I he's been brewing on my hate list for about two years now. Well, Laura came in late. We'll give Laura a vote. Laura. I'm, I'm going to say the fever sign. Fever Adam. As much as I hate Lindsay Lohan and the bullshit she said... Uh, I have to go for Feverstein. Too. Okay. I have to, because that's more serious. Feverstein. 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 Yeah, I'm going to go with him, too. I apologize to our Jewish listeners. So, our we, German listeners. <laughs> Jewish and <laughs> fucking <German>. racist. <laughs> yes. I, I want to apologize to both now. <laughs> both for I want to apologize to the whole world for this whole show. Yes. So, <laughs> so yeah, he's going to win. Josh, Josh Feverstein. Feverstein. You... Asshole, you are the douche of the day. Out of the asshole, you are just a piece of garbage, yeah. and we're all riding the Josh Feverstein train as douche that of the day. Get off on getting on other people. That, yeah. that's I mean, thing. if you want to be a Christian, a hardcore conservative, that's fine. But why do you have to be in everybody else's face? Why do you have to tell them they're burning I mean, in hell for being different than you? Here's my thing, though. Does he not have a website that is completely, like, ad-generated revenue? Probably. Like, he's getting... Does he? I don't know. I believe he does. I I could be wrong. His his Facebook has over 2 million followers. I I could be wrong. I don't want to... So so you're saying, just like we said about Kanye and Lindsay, he's doing it... No, because when I followed him two years ago, he was still, like, didn't have that many... Maybe, like, 100,000, but... He was still just preaching these bullshit sermons. Well, he's a piece of garbage, and he's the douche of the day. Definitely. So, Laura, hey, thanks for joining us. Um, (laughs) It was great having you. (laughs) No, we're going to have you on the next show, too. So so stay tuned. Um, So I want to give a big-time shout-out to our beer of the show. The Thirsty Dog Raspberry Ale. Definitely. It, it is delicious. It ranked a four out of five on our, our beer of the show. So we definitely recommend that. Um, Josh Feverstein, douche of the day. <laughs> so, um, Adam, you want to, you wanna, if people yeah. want to fact check us. If they want to fact check us, if they want to tell us how wrong we are, how much of an asshole we are, or if they just want to be like, right on, FYD, you go. Or if they want to donate to the Silvis Malanke 2020 yeah, campaign. So they, they, they want, if they want to do that, <laughs> uh, you can head over to Gmail and uh, send us a uh, you know, link to your uh, bank account at uh, foryourdistraction at gmail.com. Send us an uh, email there. We're also on Twitter. Head over to Twitter. Uh, search for your distraction. We're at podcast FYD. Scott, where are we at on uh, Facebook? Facebook, hey, hit on over there. If you're still using Facebook, uh, like us there for your distraction. I post stuff every day. I The movies we talk about, we give reviews for. I post the trailers. I post funny pictures. I post at least something every day, usually more than one thing a day. It's really so you're, fun. You're the one that's doing that. I'm the one that's doing that. Okay. It's, it's fun stuff. I'm like, I post once a week on there. I post every day. Every now and then I'll post on there something funny. I'm I'm on it every day. John Cena. John Cena. We gotta post on there. John Cena and Adolf. So, um... Oh, gosh. So, anyway, that's pretty much our show. Yes, Um, it is. I want to thank everybody for listening. Like... Adam said, give us give us an email for your distraction at gmail.com. Like us on social media. Uh, follow us on Periscope. It's under my account right now, Scott M10. 
Um, we are streaming this episode live, so thanks to everybody who watched on there. Share with your friends, you know, let them know that we got a funny podcast out there and they're dying to hear it. Dying to hear it. Okay. Well, that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, Adam, good luck, in, good luck in the election. Good luck to you too, and, and And one thing that's going to come back to haunt you, that the skeleton in your closet... <laughs> Is that you don't think Frozen is a very and good movie? Not only that, we've huh. never had a time traveler in office yet. No, we have not. Okay. That we know of. <laughs> <laughs> yet, yet. These Maybe gonna, Lincoln will be a time traveler. Are be the tapes that <laughs> Adam goes back in time. Okay, bear with me. Adam, you go back in time. We already know you do. Yes. Also, do this. Go back to Ford Theater. Save Lincoln from assassination. <laughs> Steal his do hat. it. Do it. Steal his hat. But but you can't make him you take him with you because you can't change time like that because then everything oh, would be I all crazy. Him. Steal him take him with you. Like this could be a great idea for a film. You, oh, you, Adam you, and Lincoln travel <laughs> <laughs> You start up by saying this You, you accidentally break, you hit a lever in the time machine and it breaks off and you get set a thousand years in the future where there's like lizard men. <laughs> you and President Lincoln have to... Doctor, like, <laughs> sitting in the back like, what did you do to my machine? So anyway, that, that got weird. <laughs> that got weird. But anyway, thanks everybody for listening. Brandon, would you like to take us out? Pope Francis is the new James Bond. <laughs>